isn't afraid to dissect an issue, even if it ruffles some feathers. With Global Top Talkers, here's Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. Time for our Global Talkers. Scott Thompson joins us, who you can listen to on our sister station, AM 900 CHML, and Craig Needles, who you can hear over in London on AM 980. Hey, guys. Hello. Hey, Alex. Good to be here. Oh, where do we start? Where do we start? So this list of um, NDP candidates continues. We started the day with uh, Garatin Singh, who had said F the police back in 2006 at, um, I guess, uh, some kind of march in downtown Toronto. And now tonight, I'm not even sure if you guys have heard this yet, uh, an NDP candidate for my riding in Toronto, St. Paul, Jill Andrew, um, has been exposed for using a racial slur when referring to police chief Mark Sanders in 2016. Now, we won't use the term, and this is a black candidate. We've not yet heard from uh, Andrea Horvath, but, you know, and I'll start with you on this, Craig. Um, I think what is becoming clear is that the NDP candidates were not vetted. Uh, yeah, they certainly weren't. Again, this is a situation where they're, uh, I think, other than the Liberals, they've managed to avoid this perhaps because they're sitting in distant third place. I don't know. But the uh, both candidates have been in a situation where, hey, social media needed to be vetted at least a little bit more, if not a lot of it more, or both parties, I should say, like the, uh, the Conservatives and Democrats. I'm honestly wondering, outside of the ridings where these things are occurring, how much impact this is truly having on the race. Um, I, I, I really don't know, and maybe we won't know until June 7th, but uh, outside of, you know, you, you, you saw the stories about, you know, my former colleague Andrew Lawton get shared. Is that mm-hmm. something that's really hurt Doug Ford? I'm not sure. I, I, I don't think so. It, well, it, uh, it is actually. I've got someone coming on at 8 o'clock to talk about the polling overall, and it's not that people are kind of jolted by it, but it's this recurring theme that, you know, if you were unsure, it's kind of like, mm, maybe I just won't go that way. Yeah, I suppose that's that's certainly possible. I just think that if it's a situation where, yeah, I know that there's been you know a couple of different transgressions, obviously on both sides. I think it's a situation where no one should be using this as attack material because everyone's kind of got these skeletons in their closet. Oh, right? I don't know. I, I mean, call, calling someone this kind of racial, I've never said well, anything. Yeah, oh my Andrew goodness, Black, you know, I, I'm that different. I'm usually the moderate here, but I don't know. F the police, Hitler posts, uh, warmongers. Yeah. That's uh, that's pretty extreme, and I don't think that. Uh, I I think what this is, is this is exactly what the NDP is experiencing when they become a front-running party. Uh, everybody's been looking towards the NDP as we saw the increase in the polls, so that has provided more scrutiny. And as we dig deeper into this swamp, we find out that they're all the same. And at the end of the day, you can't go around with candidates that have signs that say F the police. You can't have Hitler posts. You can't be calling vets warmongers. And this does open up the discussion about extremism and radicalism within the party. And it's not something you can just laugh off. I, I, mean, I don't think so either. I mean, look, the candidate, Jill um, Andrews, I mean, her, her billboards are all over my neighborhood. So there's every chance that she could very well be sitting in Queen's Park. And when you clearly think so little of, of a black police chief um, and you've got issues with, you know, groups like Black Lives Matter that have kicked them out of pride and, and, and there's, there's the tension. That, to me, is a problem because... 
And as well, let's be honest. I mean, uh, Doug Ford's supposed to be the big bad bully here. He's the big meanie. He's the big ogre in, in this swamp. And everybody's jumping on him, and he's this and he's that. And it's like, my goodness, should these people be throwing any stones whatsoever? I mean, again, this is exposing radicalism. And I love Andrea. She's a great leader. But I don't know. This is bad news. This is not good for the uh, good news for the party as we head, head into the final week of the campaign. And it already looks as if the polls are coming back for the peace and the NDPs are, are starting to, to slip. I, I think the shine is off the NDP pumpkin, yeah. and boy, this is going to drive it home. Is there any, uh, Craig, in your mind, look, I, I kind of say let them run and let the voters decide, but is there any uh, reason to fire? Because these issues, to me, speak to the values, values of the party, values of, of Ontarians. Is there any reason? I mean, Tanya Granick allen was fired within minutes. It's extremism. Yeah, the Tanya Granick allen one is the one that really stands out for me. And I honestly, like, because if, if, we've got situations where other candidates have said stuff uh, that's worse, I think, pretty, pretty obviously than some of the stuff Tanya Granick allens done. So I don't understand why she was the one yeah. who got caught up here, but some of the other candidates have flown under the radar again within, within multiple parties here. That, that is, the, is the bizarre thing to me. And mm-hmm. I'm all for, and I said this about, you know, Andrew Lott when he was going through this stuff, and I'll say this about the NDP candidates now. Let the voters in that riding side. Okay, if you, if you want this person to represent you with this stuff out there, that's fine. You can decide. Yeah. I don't know. I think this is also going to hurt the NDP federally because uh, this is Jagmeet Singh's brother. And and you look at what's going on in in, in uh, British Columbia and mm-hmm. Alberta right now. Mm-hmm. I don't think this does the party any favors whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, it just to me speaks to either you're not ready to do this or the people you've got aren't ready to do this or don't uh, fit the job. Well, is this like Quebec in 2011 for the federal campaign where a bunch of people who they thought, now oh, this person isn't really going to have a chance to win. <laughs> they weren't even there in the they, country and they got nominated. And all of a sudden they did win anyway, just sort of on an orange wave. Is, is that going to be the same situation where those people had some weird stuff and didn't even show up for campaign events and somehow won anyway. I think that we might be in that sort of territory too. And I, I think the shine is off too. I, I do. I think people are now hearing enough go, geez, I, wouldn't, I wasn't so sure about it, but I'm not sure if I'm willing to take that risk. Because I think a lot of people were hoping, I think a lot of people were hoping that Andrea Horvath and the NDP would be a, uh, a viable alternative. But this just proves it's the same old, same old. By the way, the, uh, the Liberals, I'm sure your newsrooms have it, the Liberals are making an announcement tomorrow, 9 o'clock, uh, at headquarters about uh, NDP uh, more news. So I don't know what they've got, but I'm sure it's what? something. Here's the thing, though. When they did the same thing with Andrew Lawton, uh, Deb Matthews had a news conference where they said, oh, look at all these horrible things he's done. Yeah. Then you actually heard the context of the clips, yeah. and they weren't all that bad. Yeah. So I don't know if it's going to be another much-ado-about-nothing situation, or they actually have something this time. They're, the Liberals are kind of becoming the party you cried wolf on this stuff. Well, they're taking on the appearance of a little bit of Baghdad Bob, but again, yeah. you know... I mean, if Andrea Horvath can't condemn a Hitler meme... Yeah, well, yeah, I agree that she's handled it terribly. And how can you misinterpret F the police? Right, or calling the police chief something that I can't and won't say. Sure, yeah, no, I'm not saying those things aren't bad. I'm just saying that they had all this stuff on Andrew, it comes out, then a week later, like, well, we have more stuff, and it turns out to be not all that bad once you actually hear the context of it. Maybe that's because at the end of the day, uh, people are willing to give him a pass just to get the PCs in, not willing to do that for the NDC. I mean, you know, there's no question every party has one or two uh, loons. There's no question that you'll have outspoken people. But right now we're up to at least 15 or 16 candidates <laughs> that, that without even any real digging yeah. have exposed some pretty extreme views.
Yeah, it's, uh, well, certainly, again, it's, it's, it's not been good for them. And I think this goes to show, and Pete, they should have known this before, that <laughs> their vetting, vetting social media accounts is something that matters, and you should do it. Well, but, but, but vetting a candidate is like, it is as basic as brushing your teeth in politics. You want to run in politics? Okay, here, give us your stuff. And they have people that do it. I mean, the PC and the Liberals spend an awful lot of time making sure, okay, you're going to run, okay, we, and they look into you, and they, they interview you, and they go through you don't want these problems. Certainly, had she not had, I think, any of these bozo eruptions come forward, she yep. could very well be winning every seat in Ontario. I would agree with that. And 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 again, I think people wanted this to work out. People wanted the, the, the NDP to be something that they're not. And as, again, as we dig down deep into this, we find out that it is. It's still a party in the far left uh, end of the spectrum. It still is filled with extremists and some radicals. Not all, but certainly there. And, you know, you've got people that are questioning whether they're going to go back down that road. I think this is going to push them in the other direction. Yeah, and the other thing, and I think it was a smart kind of strategical move by the PC party, was to march out their bench strength because Andrea is getting hammered over. Who would who would you have in your cam- cabinet? And she won't answer that. And so, you know, Doug Ford kind of said, well, here's my cabinet. And, and he does have a lot of star players uh, that have been put in that party. So even if you hate Doug Ford, you can look at some of his bench strength and say, OK, you know, Carolyn Mulroney, Rod Phillips, all these people, they're at least pretty accomplished. Whereas you got Andrea Horvath, she came and, and won't commit to anybody. I think the polls in the next week are going to be fascinating leading up to this election. Listen to me at eight o'clock tonight and you'll hear some new polls okay. and they will be, I think, a good eye opener. I'm going to leave it there, guys. All right. Sure. I wanted to talk Roseanne, but I'm. Plum out of time. Hey, you know what? My what? question on the Roseanne story is, mm. who's going to pick up the show? Yeah. Th- well, you know what? That's an interesting question. I hadn't thought. I bet you Fox or maybe. I was just going oh, to say maybe. Yeah, I never thought about that. Maybe or Netflix? Netflix? Would Netflix? Maybe. I, no, Netflix wouldn't touch her with a 10-foot pole, I don't think. I think they, like, they're smart enough from a business perspective that they're not like, Roseanne's toxic. Like, she, yeah, just, money talks, weird. though. Money talks, and there's a yeah. huge audience, huge audience that really like her, and they're mad she's gone. It'll be interesting to see where she ends up. Yeah, no kidding. All right, guys, thanks. Thank you, Alex. Scott Thompson, who you can hear on AM 900 CHML, and Craig Needles over at AM 980. Good chat. You're on point on Global News Radio. You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio.